Come on, come all, it's this week's Monkey Nut Punch podcast. I was trying to time that with my face being revealed. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages and people who think they're helicopters. Or race cars, actually. Ricky Berwick race car. Hilarious. Um, anyway, uh, as always on these podcasts, and gentlemen, I have Nigel. Uh, say hello, Nigel. Hello. And a man who can't read, Keith. Hi. He's literally only wearing a T-shirt, just for your F- FYI. Yes. And a, there's a towel on his chair. I know that. He he, I'm, <laughs> uh, he didn't hang up the video call, and I almost got a sight of what I didn't want to see. And that's that's true that horror. Oh, that's that because he got okay. out of the shower. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you might have got a glimpse of my wife. But no, okay, no, no. The... I got your bare leg. Schedule it at 9.45, didn't you? 9.45, you guess. Cop block. Despe- Anywho. <laughs> anyway. Jesus Christ. I, I, have to, I have to schedule 90 minutes. Anyway. Uh, 90 minutes, half-time oranges. Everyone does that. Uh, or is it just me? <laughs> Change ends. Oh, I'm talking about football. Sorry. My mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Which my... <laughs> Depends on which ends you're talking about, mate. Uh... Yeah. Makes uh, my life a lot more interesting if you treat <laughs> love like playing football. It's apart from don't introduce a ref or 11 men. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> we got some bits to talk about. There, we got BBC's vigil that I watched because I wasn't feeling very well. This is the best I have felt in the last four days. Um, I've been feeling like crap. I've had suspected COVID. Um, I knew I didn't have it because I know what a cold feels like. But no, I still had to go and get fucking tested. Pardon my language. Um, so, yeah, I watched Vigil. I laid on my my, my bed, well, my, my office bed thing, and I sat and watched it on TV. Uh, made some predictions right at the beginning. Pretty much right about all but one of them which I was quite amazed at. Um, it, I would describe it as uh, lesbians on Hunt for the Red October, um, <laughs> which is probably what it was supposed to be. Um, and then there's the Babylon 5 reboot. Um, that's looking interesting, shall we say? There's some mm. positives and some negative things around it, so we'll be talking about that. Uh, and then uh, the Marvel's What If, because it was a good one. So we had the crap one with the Thor, um, which was garbage and then we had a good one with ultron which was pretty sweet so without further ado night i know that you watched vigil have you seen it all yes excellent okay all right so first things first in the states they have a tv show called ncis which is naval criminal investigation service which deals with police matters involving boats that's the easiest way of putting it in the uk we have the Royal National uh, Royal Naval Police Force, who are the equivalent of the NCIS, but they also sort out spying stuff too. So, first things first, when the f- were they in vigil? The it's Scottish the... police were called in. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got our own police force that's helped to deal with spies, specifically spies and smuggling and stuff like that. But no, 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 we're going to bring in a a a, 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 a long faced detective <laughs> well i think at um, the time when she was brought in it was just a murder on a boat there wasn't a spy involved but then when they figured out a spy was involved 
maybe they were a bit too deep into it because they couldn't surface and swap the people over. Well, I, 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 it, I, I, it's, it's been absolutely sort of rinsed for its not such believability. I mean, okay, I, I, the story was was all right, but the lesbian was was just there was no. It didn't bring anything to the story. No, it didn't. It really didn't bring anything to the story. Uh, her the daughter thing, brought more to the story than than that than the relationship. Yeah, she. It's it's strange because she was married, had a kid, had a car and then, crash, and then because she wasn't even the one driving, the husband was, and they went into the water. For some reason, she didn't have custody of her child, but the no, no, her child. It, was, it wasn't her kid. It was he was he had it from a previous relationship, right? And I, she wasn't. I, I thought it was. And it, yeah, they no, never explained that. They, they briefly do, but they. I'll be honest with you. They took about. They took two seconds to explain that, but spent a lot more time on a completely pointless lesbian storyline. Look, don't get me wrong. I mean, sex education. Those characters. You understand that they're gay. It's part of their character. They make it a makes, point of it. It brings something to the story. But it's not Her the, being it, a lesbian had nothing. It was nothing. Uh, it wasn't. I'll be honest with you. It it it, it felt really crowbarred in, and that's the bit I got mm. that sticks out for me. Um, the other thing too is the space that they had on that submarine. God, the submariners that would have gone. Oh, and I love that space because submariners are, 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 are usually short naval men. Um, no, you'd be excellent at this. Yeah. And they apparently, I was speaking to to my father in law, who's got a friend who was a, a submarine person, whatever you want to call him, and uh, engineer, submarine engineer. And they said they pack food and supplies in every bit of space that they've got, so they yeah. cram the whole boat through. So it it's whenever you watch these documentaries of submarines and stuff, yeah, you have the the main kind of like the comms area where you've got the control and everything, and. That bit is usually the the, 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 the the clearest, along with the torpedo room and the engine. Everywhere else is just cram-packed. They did the right thing with the bunks because they had the horrible... I've seen those bunks, and they make me feel claustrophobic just looking at the damn things. Um, I was pissing myself laughing at the beginning because I thought that her husband had been killed by a submarine. So, <laughs> like a submarine, like uh, driving behind uh, like a lorry, and it had like a bit of a submarine on it, and all of a sudden just fell off and crushed the car killed him um but the other two have survived and i kept on laughing because that's sort of sinking in my head she doesn't like submarines because her husband was killed by a submarine it's just no one else. it's like what was it pearl harbor yeah it was like when they says i'll make sure i get home yeah and i imagined like the guy coming off the plane at the end after the raid on on japan and having a plastic bag with body parts in it and go there go i brought him back <laughs> and just one of those divvy thoughts that happened in my head um, it was good. It, it was there was so many Hunt for the Red October reference bits in there. It was it was it was it was a bit ridiculous. It was the cook that got me because I said to my wife, I said I've been watching this vigil thing, and I told Keith one of my predictions, but I left one out, and the one of that one was uh, the cook's got something to do cook. with it. Yeah. yeah, and then when it turned out, oh, it was the cook who was the murderer. I was like, oh, you're fucking kidding! I, I, it's, I, I yelled in the house, it's the cook like that. And my wife's like, oh, God, he was right. <laughs> he's insufferable when he's right. Um, <laughs> uh, it was the, the submarine bits. I liked the submarine bits. Everything that happened on the submarine was in really good. Um, the, the relation bit, the, the flashback for the, 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 the relationship thing, it, it, it felt a bit laboured. It felt crowbarred in. All the other stuff, I think, worked well. I think it felt like spooks. Remember watching spooks? 
Yeah, the politics, the politics side of it felt real. And hmm. you could see them blaming the Russians, even though it was the Americans. You can understand yeah. why the Americans were, were shadowing them. Um, all of that was kind of believable. Yeah, okay, the, the sub was a bit spacious. Um, it's not a Russian typhoon uh, uh, sub. It's a British uh, Vanguard sub, which uh, is nowhere near that big. Tiny. They're um, tiny. They're not the astute, because um, the astute class submarines are bigger. And we have a, mm. a dreadnought submarine, which is, is a, a ballistic missile submarine. We only have one of them, and that's huge. It's like a bloody aircraft carrier around the water. And haven't finished I building mean, it too, so it's not even live. The the Russian the Russian typhoon, what which what Red October was, that had a fucking swimming pool on it, believe it or not. There's Russian videos showing submarines swimming in this damn thing. Um, but the Vanguard wasn't that big. The 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 the, the sort of mi the 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 nuclear the nuclear missile um, area was was way too big. It felt too spacious. It but felt you're right, like the go. one from the the hunt for the Red October. Yeah, but the the one from the hunt for the Red October is pretty accurate. They really were that big. I mean, yes. the typhoon those, was a that, big that, bitch. Yeah, um, well, but, those, uh, those ones were. So I I I I'll be honest with you. I forgive it the space bits because you've got to have cameramen go around corners and stuff and film and get dramatic angles. And if it's a tight set, you're not going to get any of that stuff on. So I forgave it that. It was like, okay, mm. you know, I'm a nitpicker. I enjoy having a good nitpick at things. Um, I let that go. Um, the, uh, what was it? it was the, you had the Doctor and the the Coxman, was it? Is it called a Coxman? Cox, the H uh, H Coxman. Co Coxman, yeah. Coxman. Yeah. Coxman? I, can't, I thought it was Bozeman. Mm. Uh, but, um, he was the, um, what do you call it? Um the uh, the walking HR department, as he described himself, and as soon as Pretty I heard much. that, I was instantly suspicious that he had done something wrong. <laughs> I wonder why, given all the Hollywood HR and game divisions, HR departments not doing what they should be. Because if he hadn't compared himself to that, he would have been fine. I always thought the XO was the was the 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 chief HR person because he was supposed to take care of the day to day running of the ship, so the captain could do the captain stuff. Without I having to worry about the people. It seemed like, yeah, he was like, well, his second in command, wasn't he, the XO? But um, he had his ear to the ground a little bit more than the captain. But then mm. the coxman, whatever his name is, was doing the running around dog's body stuff and mm. then reporting back to the XO who would, like, do whatever he needed to do. Like, he had the authority. But, yeah, um, there was a little bit of, um, yeah, the coxman, where he was so helpful, you're thinking... Something's up. He's so helpful because he's hiding something. Yeah. yeah I'll help you over in this direction away from me. Yeah. And shagging yeah, the like doctor. That. She eventually got, yeah, that's it. And that they were both married, weren't they? Um, yeah. The doctor yeah. And I, I'll be honest, I would have gone for the doctor because it's over that or it's that, that Walsh fella. And I don't think he would, that would have gone down too well. Um, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. After that was three good. months at sea, are you going to get picky? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's the thing with being on naval things. It's, I, it was, it, it was good. Um, what's his face? Who is it? Patterson, Joseph, who played the Mrs. captain? The, the the guy. Oh, uh, oh in, yeah, yeah, yeah. Patterson Joseph. Yeah. He was in uh, Timeless, and in he was in Doctor Who too, and he was yeah. in uh, the Peep Show. Um, he's one of the people I've got down for playing the Doctor because he can do, um, he can do creepy. Mm, yeah. He can do creepy in, in, in like a fun way and whatnot. So yeah, he was. Uh, I liked him as the captain. He it was, it was like a nice friendly face, I think. Um, and then you had the old guy, Scottish guy, who seems to play the same part in everything. He's always like the the the, the chief inspector, or something. That old Scottish yeah. fella. Um, 
So, yeah, but the, yeah. the the guy that played um, the you know the second in command always plays assholes really well. But in the end, he was actually a decent guy. I, I told um, you he was a good guy, but he was a rule follower, and that's why he was a bit of an asshole. Well, no, but he always yeah. plays assholes. He always plays assholes, what? and um, that's he, the XO who gets stabbed at the end. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I thought that scene was a yeah. Although he he sacrificed himself, he knew what was coming. He put up a good damn good fight and he's telling her to get the fuck out and you can mm. see she's gone past him and she stood there waiting by the door going i wonder what's going to happen here like you can see there's a bloke with a knife trying to stab the person who's just saved you after that person had stuck you in a torpedo tube and tried to drown you and yet mm. you stood there waiting see, to find out what why are see, you not was, running see that was the other thing too that because he was me. He was an arsehole rule player person who had dealt everything by the book. That's why she never got flushed out with all the waste because he was like, no, 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 we need to sort out the the um, the, the diving suits and stuff. Um, it was I, I, it was a it was a good show. I'm, I'm glad I watched it. I think I, I probably would have enjoyed that more than than Killing Eve or The Bodyguard or whatever the ones that you've watched. I think it's because it's it's a bit more kind of um, I like the containment side of it. That K- makes any Killing sense. Eve. Killing Eve season one is good. The rest of it's pants. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, so it does season one is quite good. Um, but uh, oh, I watched Free Guy the other day. I, I quite enjoyed that. Yes, it was somewhere between uh, the what's it the the Truman Show and what was the other one? Lego, Lego movie. movie. Thank you. I haven't yeah. seen it yet. It's on Disney Plus now. Free. Yeah. I watched so... James Bond. Yeah, really. Yeah, okay, I watched, I, without I don't, don't watching it, don't spoil it. But is it the absolute fucking mess that we suspected it, or is it worth it? It's not a mess whatsoever. Is it genuinely oh, good? It's genuinely good, and I know why they held off on the um, the normally when you get a release of a movie, they tend to. Yeah. Uh, if it's bad, they wait until the last day. There was a reason they waited until the last day because they don't want to spoil the things that happen in it. Right, definitely worth okay. a watch. Watched it. With, I wish it was sound of that. Not, I wouldn't describe it. As, it was not great, but it was good. That Is it sense. better than Spectre? Yes, because Spectre was Spectre. not particularly great. Yes, better than better than Spectre. Trust me, better okay. than Spectre. There's some. Uh, so because. I, I'm worried because of all the promotion around it and, and what's her face yelling her mouth off like she's like the, the second fucking coming. Um and uh, but on the other hand, having you know, Killing Eve season one was generally good and Phoebe Waller Bridger wrote that. So um but Natasha Lynch, that's her name. Uh, Natasha Lynch Natasha Lynch, yeah, she was okay. She was okay. She started off a bit of an arsehole and then both characters then warmed to each other because he wasn't very happy with her. Um, but yeah, we'll talk about it when you guys have seen it. Seeing yes, it next weekend. I recommend, I recommend seeing it. I do the recommend seeing it. I think it's going to be the biggest film of this year, year to date quite easily because the cinema yeah. was 95% full. And I think they were had they had a ton of these showings on, and they were trying to get people in and out quickly so they could then put the next showing on because it's two hours forty five minutes. Um, it's a long old movie. Oh, we're and going to lots see, of li- 
There's lots of little nods to other James Bonds. In yes, that. I there know. are so many I couldn't. I I, I lost track. I'm avoiding um, as much as I can because it's released here the same as the US. Um, the cinemas have just just opened here, um, and they're putting really old movies in, like um, Black Widows in the cinemas here, and like movies from the beginning of this year that were released on various streaming services are being released at the cinemas here. We're not getting Venom until King December, so that but that one's already been spoiled for me. I know what happens at the end of Venom, but um, well, uh, yeah, I need to go and see that. I need to go and see that one. I, th- I said, I think James Bond's going to be the film. Um, mm. of the, uh, I think it's the only one I can beat is probably Spider Man. Um, so we'll, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens with that. So anyway, go back to Vigil. Vigil, um, good TV series worth the watch. Um, I pref- I'll be honest with you, I preferred Netflixing it because I think I'd have got a bit frustrated. If I had to do week after week, so wait until it's all over and then watching them yeah. back to back. They were, they were. I, I was ill, so I, I enjoyed it more because it was making me feel better. They, they, they did the very typical thing of having a, an insane cliffhanger at the end of each thing that made you go, oh, I just want to know. Because one, the end of one was she'd just been left in a, in a torpedo and you wonder what's going to happen. Mm. Uh, and then the I'll, one I'll, before that, she got take, she got ran into with a guy with a mask on, and you find out who that is in the start and the next. So they they were pretty good with their cliffhangers at the end of each episode. Mm. Yes. So it, yeah, in in that sense, it was a bit bit horrible I, to sit there and wait for a week just so you can find out what happened next. I didn't. I didn't have to do that. I got to watch them back to back. Yeah, you did. Win. Um, you two were going on about it being really good, so it's like, oh, f- uh, I can't even watch. So there right. you go. You like something? I like something. Yeah, I like loads of stuff. You make it sound like I don't like anything. I hate puppies and kittens, <laughs> babies, and little chirpy sweet little birds, and chocolate and chicken and uh, fried food. Uh, just, just because, just before we go on, and um, and as Babster is in the uh, thing, your little blog. I have not laughed that hard all week. It was very, very funny. And the fact that I knew that, that, that I was like, how many fucking takes has he done here? And you, the fact that you included the end, and Baxter just kept pissing himself laughing. He set me off too. That was the worst thing. Because I could see him going. And I knew. Nigel no, no, was like, I'm going to make a comment about it. It was all right. <laughs> <laughs> what I've, what I've always... Well, that video will get released during the week, so you guys can, 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 can watch it. If you're I, I know there's so many people YouTube. are not going to get it, but again, yeah. it's just, it just, it just, it's my humor. And it was, uh, oh, we're in the car now. Oh, right. And the fact that you could, you, you just didn't feature any of the, of the act, it was just the traveling there and back, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, uh, we made the... a point of deliberately not. Yeah, I know, I know that's the point, but that's what the... makes it funny. See that's the yeah it's the it's the it's the whole whole thing is is not to be interesting whatsoever. The problem is is that Nigel a couple of times in front of those videos sounded really upbeat and chirpy, yes. and I'm like I can't use that. <laughs> I can't use that. That's it's too it's too happy. It needs to be like flat for it to work. Yeah, um, I mean we cho- we were thinking what we'll do is we'll record ourselves turning up and Baxter turning up when we see that and. Uh, Walk up, go, you right, mate? All right, shake hands. See you later then. Bye. <laughs> yes. Two hour but, uh, journey uh, for that. <laughs> but yes, I had to uh 
Had to edit. Right, Babster says he's going to put his shop video up today. Um, I'm, I apologise to you, Nigel, for making you look really special in that video. It's just I took that photo of you, and that photo of you was terrible, and I have no idea how I managed to make it look. I had two terrible photos of Nige, and I'm like, that's the worst stuck. one. That's getting used. Stuck them both in. Uh, <laughs> yes. Anyway, um, let's move on, shall we? Um, Babylon 5 reboot. Now, Nige does not know anything about Babylon 5. I think Babylon 5, I, th- I would say that it's probably responsible for the serialization of US TV. Yeah. Because that's one thing that t- US TV didn't do. British TV did it, but US TV it, never did serialization. It, it always had to reset. Uh, it certainly didn't do it in, in sci-fi. I mean, you know, this was the first sort of oh. continuing story throughout and so it's you a mean bloody instead good of one. it instead of it being sort of monster of the week procedural this, yeah every everything is uh a single they were they were they, how can I, there were multiple story arcs going all off all at once and some of them intersected and some of them just ran parallel uh and it was as, as a piece of tv it was a very complex story and uh, it was it was great to watch the first time round. Um, which was fantastic. Um, I think, yeah, I think, um, the the, the reason that why it's still beloved so much because the effects were really not good. Um, I mean, you know, the the white stars are kind of the coolest chips ever, ever sort of really conceived, but um, it, it, the the effects weren't particularly great, but it, it was the story was just so damn good and so damn compelling um that you you just had to come back and back and back and you can see thought, where it's influenced everything we were talking about this last week in in foundation there is definitely there is definitely some centauri prime in in trantor's look yes yes there's definitely some centauri prime in that that's um I because I, I, that was I, it's weird because before there was an announcement at Doctor Who, I was like I was pining after Doctor Who. I was watching these like people do these like musical videos where they get like bits of Doctor Who, they cut the clips up and they put some music over it and make it as emotional as possible. It usually really works well. Um, and I've been watching them thinking, God, I miss Doctor Who. When's Doctor Who actually coming back? And then the Russell T Davies music broke. And then I was watching Foundation, and me and you were chatting away about Foundation, and we were like kind of Centauri Prime and whatnot. And it's like oh, I miss I kind of miss B five. That'd be great if B five could come back, and then all of a sudden B 5s coming back, and I'm like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they could change the name of Snickers back to Marathon. <laughs> I wish that we could get a decent Star Trek show. Oh, um, that's too much. You broke it. Yeah, you broke the wishing stone. It's, it's, it's screwed now. Um, but you get, you've but got yeah, one. So, it's called the Orville, mate. Oh, that is true. Yeah, and guess yeah. what? And that, season and three is coming out. in March. <laughs> yes, season three is that coming. That was announced this week. March. You huh? are right, Nige. You are right. Yes. Yeah. I don't know my um, sci-fi, but I know the Orville's all right. Before, anyway, before we get into the nitty-gritty, I want to cancel you on something, because I hadn't realised what network that this was going to be showing on, because, I mean, I mean you, you hear that, oh, they're rebooting B5. You're like, what, what rebooting B5? Then, oh, but JMS is writing it and producing it and directing it and blah. Okay. Oh, it's on the CW. But Superman and Lois is on CW, and Superman and fucking Lois is probably the best thing that's ever been on the CW. So, um, and it is genuinely 
the first season of Superman is genuinely the best Superman show ever made. Um, and genuinely, I think he's become probably the best Superman. So okay. um, it, I, I, there, there is a there is a glimmer of hope. CW seem to be wanting to change their image a bit. It, it, I they seem to want to feeling. make programs that people want to watch rather than saying yeah. stupid things. So instead, of the, the correct thing is we wish to entertain everyone. Yeah. We wish to entertain everyone, and we will make a program for everyone so everyone can watch. Yeah, and it's it's it, they talk about fucking inclusion, but they don't do inclusion. Yeah. Oh, we got too many men watching. So we need it, it should be we need more women watching more Sam and Dean Winchester because they love that shit. Um. So yeah, it's oh, I don't know. But anyway. Going back one right, so I think I spoke. To, I was speaking to you about this, and we and, and I said that it might be what the prequel trilogy to Star Wars was in this case. So Babylon Five, the first series, it was great. Everyone loved it. There were twists and turns and stuff in there, and everyone kind of engaged in in it. And then you get the kind of prequel stuff, and I'm worried that it might be more prequel than the original original kind of. B5. But as I said to you, there are lots of leftover storylines that never got to re resolve. So there are lots of things there. Put your phone down. So Sorry, do I'm just somebody keeps calling me. Do you think they might start at the end and continue from there? Well, they're saying no, it's a reboot. No, they, reboot. 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 So he maybe said the guy, the guy who created it, he said he has look, I've got more more um writing tools in my work belt than I had when I put this together. Uh, and to be honest with you, complexity-wise for plot, he did one of the best kind of plotters, shall we say. Him and Stephen Moffat are great plotters. They can plot things out as long as they're allowed to finish the bloody things off. And now Stephen Moffat kind of melts down if he can't finish his thing, his, his bits off. Where um, JMS had things called trapdoors, where he'd have a way, he'd have an out if he wanted to get back with it. So one of the characters. Um, Talia Winters, yeah, she works for uh, the the Psychor, and the Psychor group of psychic humans, they're like telepaths and and bits, and they can, and they they loan out um, telepaths to help out with negotiations because they scan scan the other person and tell them they're lying or not, yeah, so they can cut through the bullshit so they can get on with doing negotiations. Then you have the Psychops, who are the ones that are supposed to police them to make sure they don't scan anyone, yeah, and that that Talia Winters character was found to be like a, a, a double agent. So what the Psychops did is they put a, a another personality in her head, yeah, one that would sit there in a subconscious and spy on everyone. So she, so if you scanned her as a telepath, you wouldn't find that she was the, the, the secret agent. So it made a perfect secret agent. So she'd carry on, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, um, she gets scanned. She gets found out that she's the, the secret agent, and then she disappears. Yeah, but JMS wrote a trapdoor in there so they could bring her back because in the first series, note that she, this is the beginning of the first series, note at the end of the second series, she gets found out to be the spy. So the beginning of the first series, Ambassador Kosh, who's uh, who's a Vorlon who lives, who has to walk around in a space suit constantly. Everyone's like, oh, that looks really bad fucking animatronics. It's a space suit, you dummy. All right. <laughs> that was always got me because it was like, oh, no, no, it's a space suit, you fucking idiot. Yeah, he's not allowed to come out because he can't breathe their atmosphere. Um, he he hired like this weird um, cybernetic android person, and they were doing negotiation between the two of them. But they were talking bollocks to her, and and Tally Winters is uh, observing this, yeah. And what happened was it was Kosh had backed up her original personality 
So if they needed it, they could bring it back, but they never did anything with it. And then there's other things like Bureau 13 and, and, and stuff like that. But really good. That's but so much, so much. They they concentrate on all the all the good things. It's quite um, an expansive war. But do you think they're going to go back and do the Shadow War again? The Shadow War, yeah, yeah. It's going to be the think... be the Shadow War. Yeah. My mm. problem is, is I'm worried that it's going to get cancelled at Series Four. He'll rush it, cram two series worth of entertainment into one season, which everyone will go, "Oh fuck me, that was brilliant." Yeah. Uh, and then, and then we get to the last series. Like I played out most, of all, I played out all my trump cards. Yeah, it's like I've only got like all the bits that would have been in the last two episodes to spread space across the last season. Um, that's my worry because it's happened once; it can happen again. Um, I mean, it's going to feature a character called John Sheridan. They've already said that in the premise. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's Sheridan right from the offset. Um, so whether we get them, I, I just don't know if they're going to do Minbar, Centaur, uh, Centauri, and Nans again. And the thing is, I, I just, I don't know. You know, I mean, be, when they redid Battlestar, Battlestar worked because the characters were so vastly different. But the characters, to me, B5 is that, 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 that thing in my heart. And, and all of those characters... I just yeah, I can't see them bringing them back in again. You know the guy that played um, uh, um, Shakar, who's died. Um, Delen recently tragically Shaka, passed yeah. away. Um, what's his pace? Who played um, the Doctor Ambassador. Richard Riggs? Yeah, oh, um, but yeah. Um, Centauri. Sorry, my brain's gone. Um, Peter Jurisic died. Yeah, I think he I, he but, might still be. No, I'm sure he's still alive. It was it was what so much she died recently because she died of a weird fucking blood disease, mm. which is like rare as 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 as, as rocking or shit and uh, and that was just like a, what what because she'd been in other things too, um, so it's yes. Hang on a second. All right, this is a really good point because B five is closer to Lord of the Rings than it is to Star Trek storyline wise. Yes. Yes. Yep, it's the spicy, it's the spicy Lord of the Rings. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> the first yeah. bit made sense, and then the second but, bit, you lost I, me. I, 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 the, the, the thing that the thing that I'm going to admit, right, that that does slightly excite me is 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 are they going to take the original White Star design and update that? For right modern graphics, because I think if I uh, see that ship come up, I'm just going to be going. <sighs> Especially when it fucking I, does that six, swing around six, thing and starts firing as he's going backwards. It's that first episode when I see an updated Star Fury flying around. That'll be the bit that makes me go, "Ooh!" If they do it right, or make me go, yeah. "Oh, oh, oh, oh!" Voice well, is gone hideously wrong. It looks like it's melted. Um, <laughs> Because the Star Fury, the Star Fury is a great, great thingy, and the, Star the, the Expanse. Cool. The ex hang on a second. The Expanse wow. owes a lot to the bloody yeah. Star Furies because of the movement. Yeah, when they put together the the, the B five, they went spaceships in Star Trek don't move like spaceships do in real life. And they went, yeah, no. And then the, the people because they're doing computer graphics editing on 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 uh, Amiga six hundreds, Nigel. They chained together thirty Amiga six hundreds. Yeah, Still probably five hundreds, but who's counting? <laughs> to make the graphics for the first season. And then they got proper industrial equipment in the second season. You can see the, 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 the jump in special effects. Um, 
that um that program where you move around in that program it fills the gaps in so it moves it like it would in space and 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 the design too it's like in in expanse they have to flip around to slow down but the star fury's have big massive engines at the front and back that allows them to slow down can, can i just highlight a particular comment hello there Brandon. night 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 mate yeah yeah about five yeah, minutes yeah. behind yeah we, we he's don't clearly worry. not paying attention no, you two, you two talking about pay, stuff. Pay, pay attention, so, 007. Listen, pay attention. That, whatever you talk about goes over my head. <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 I am, love that comment. That's brilliant. I'm treating this with... We might as well, with, with, we might as well end the show now. That was, <laughs> I don't know if he's right, though. Partly because who we is involved... Know. We don't know. Partly because I, I think CW are genuinely realizing that all of their DC properties are in the dirt. Um, they cancelled Supergirl because it's shit. Um, yeah. The Flash is They're cancelling because what's the didn't renew a contract and she was pregnant. No, they're cancelling because it was shit. They're just using that as an no. excuse. The ratings dropped after season four because of that stupid fucking race bullshit thing that was just cliche crap. Supergirl is god awful. Uh, the Flash mm. is god awful, and I refuse to watch that show now anyway because of all how the actors sold out the uh, guy that was playing Elongated Band so very quickly. But Superman mm. is genuinely good, um, and um, I I really, really, really did enjoy that. And yes, okay, Lois is a super strong woman, but she's a damn she's a written character. She has motivation. She makes mistakes. She's not fucking perfect, and it works, and it works really well. And the it, relationship it, well, between I, them. But if, if we go back to, if you go back to to B five and some of the lessons that it kind of taught you, yeah, mm. kind of taught you about how, like holding grudges, yeah, how countries hold grudges against each other for years and years and years, yeah, and how that can, you know, maybe take them down a more darker path. Yeah, because if you know one of them decides to to snap and and go at the other one, then there's a problem. Yeah, and and it's weird because it, it was quite good because it kind of it, it let you it let you see it from both sides and you'd understand and then you understand the flip, and then it threw the the shadows in there because it's like the ones that causes who causes the flip again. The one of the greatest shit. one of the greatest speeches of all time. This is, this is why B five was also ahead of its time. One of the greatest speeches, Susanna Vonover. God, the best. Saint me. <laughs> oh, I'm that sure one. you've spoken about that one before. Oh, dude, yes, it's such a powerful speech, and you're just like, if you were an alien, even even if she was in like a tiny little fucking ship with like one missile in it, you'd still be shitting yourself because that speech is like, you know, this is the bit where she goes, "God sent me." It's just like, oh, I'm not going to miss with her. <laughs> to be fair, an alien race would have a different god, but hey. Um... No, she was Did, no. This was when she was talking to um, these um, Earth Alliance uh, ship. Earth Alliance ships that 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 were using dodgy technology, and I don't know. You see how they are they going to do that? Are they going to do the you know? Are they going to do the sort of revolt on Earth? Are they going to do Sheridan going, or are they going to completely change it? I just I don't know how they're going to do. It. Are they going to concentrate on the sort of track? I yeah. Mm. I, there I, is so I, 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 there is there is so much, but all I know is the one techno thing mages. Is, 
yeah, there was that aspect that wasn't put through properly. Mm. Um, yeah, I was just like, kind of, I think uh, Jakar probably had the best speech in the entire thing in the second season. Where he, where the 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 Centauri have in, invaded his planet and they, they they literally decimated it by dropping rocks on it from orbit. Oh, expanse! You can thank Babylon Five for that one, right? Because you know, they're the throwing rocks and that was done back in the nineties, um, and it was it was frowned upon too with, with them. Apart from they need to put stealth coating on it and let it go around the yeah, unit, but uh, they the wrote. Distances. The, the 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 guys that write the Expanse series have admitted to be B five fans. You know that, right? I know that, and I also know that they wrote it because um, they were not happy with the end of Mass Effect three. Yes, <laughs> that was the bit they got me. It was like we were not happy with them, and so we decided to write our own story. They decided to write their own game, um, but then they the turned it to a book because it was easier. Entire fucking series written between. One Game of Thrones book and the next. Just, just saying. I know, and I know that I might mention this a little bit, but the entire fucking series of books—that's like eight, nine books written between what, what Game of Thrones books? Lazy bastard. Right. right I just like to point out that <laughs> that when they finished filming that 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 ninth and final season of Expanse, after it comes back from its wait, and that book hasn't come out. <laughs> Thirty years time when they, all the actors come back to finish off the Expanse series, and that fucking book is still not going to be out. <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, it was uh, uh, beef. I like. I loved. I loved beef. Five. It was such a, such compelling characters and story and stuff. It had great plots, and then it maxed them up with the characters because it was a case that you built the characters up, and then here's the plot, and then it's like shit. What's the character react to that? And it's um. It, it was it was it was great and um there was like i think londo had a had a couple of premonitions yeah which happened early on and the premonitions were the one that jakar would kill him yeah so a one-eyed jakar would be killing him in the throne room on centauri prime was one of his visions the other one was uh, a great hand reaching out from space, like fate, and then there was the the freaking shadow ships as they they the, came in. It was, the, 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 the the Londo's death and the twist around it mm. was so brilliantly done and clearly planned. This is the thing, right? That you, you get this premonition. What was it season two, right? Yes. And you and and there is no payoff, Nige. Oh, until I, the I fucking move. You know, three right, seasons right, right, down the line. Hold hold on a second. I just like to point out that he mentions it in episode one to Garibaldi. Yeah. The dream. He says it goes it goes. Centauri have this thing where we're allowed. You know, we get like a, a vision of the future, so we know how we're going to die. So that way we can go boldly and do things and not have to worry about getting you know wiped out or anything like that. And um, lost Nigel. Um, and and he says that I saw him and he's the one who kills me when I'm an old man. And then when you find out how he does it, and then it's the bit where it's like kind of as long as Jakar's got both eyes, everything's fine. And then the Centauri Emperor turns around and goes, I don't like the way he's looking at me. Remove one of his eyes. I go, which one? Uh, do I have to make every decision? It's like, that's right. Apparently that guy is a stage actor and he was flying backwards and forwards from New York and he was filming B5 in the morning and doing his stage play and the thingy and barely sleeping. So his craziness wasn't necessarily his acting. It was the fact that he was a bit sleep deprived. Great, the, great. Kataja was fantastic. 
Londo's death is so tragic in so many ways, but in another way, you think Shakar is doing it out of malice. And when Shakar does it out of friendship, uh, but it wasn't just mercy, it was friendship. They had become friends in, in a, mm. in a way they had become friends and that, that just made it so much more poignant. And this is the thing, you know, it, it, People always bang on about like you know sixties Trek and how you know you know how dodgy all the sets are, and I sometimes find it difficult to see past that. Don't get me wrong, there is the odd good episode of nineteen sixties Trek, but they they're not like you know there's there's a lot of bad ones. B five even now, and I and I watched it the whole lot like last year I think I um and I watched the whole lot again. Even though the effects are really bad, even though some of the sets you can see me clearly moving in the background, it is all forgiven because the writing is so damn good that you forgive the the, the show. You forgive it all. It, the writing is so captivating. Hell, they could have all been dressed up in cardboard boxes and you'd still carry on watching it because the story mm -hmm. is that good. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's... Um, I don't know. I don't know what to make of this. I'm kind of intrigued because it's JMS doing it. Um, so it's done by its original creator. Um, I just hope that um, uh, that we can uh, see if uh, it's any good or not. Yeah. Um, it's all right, Nigel's got a little problem, he's got to go and, go and sort out, so he's going to dis disappear on us. Sorry about that, I hope everything gets sorted out, mate, and uh, see you soon. Um, yeah, it's it, it, it's great. Um, he can write, the guy can write, it's clear that he can write. He, you know, okay, he did one bad Spider Man story that people didn't like, but he did a lot more than the one bad Spider Man story. And it's no, okay, no, hang on, I've got that series of comics, I like it. Yeah, it's it, it was controversial. Some Spider-Man fans didn't like it because of what they did with Mary Jane. But funny enough, the next, the latest Spider-Man three film is heavily influenced by it. Yes, it is. But as I said, he can he can write, and especially this is his like his passion project. This is the thing he wants to do the most, other than Doctor Who, which he's not allowed to do because he's an American. Sorry, mate. Apparently, the BBC are prejudiced towards people not born. I'm wondering country. if the BBC did offer it to him because now that he this has obviously been in the works for a while, and you know, Doctor Who B5 reboot, I can see why he's gone down the B5 reboot. So, I, I, I think they were going for, I think they were reaching for the reset switch, especially after what you have Stephen King's son, after we heard about Stephen King's son, yeah. Yeah, and he came to him with stories and stuff. And and was it Moffat said, you can write one good story, that's fine, but I want three from you. That was his rule. If you turned up on his door said, I can write for Doctor Who, because you wrote me three good episodes and go and come back. Uh, which is quite a, quite a good thing, because I need to see if you can consistently write. Which is fine, because you might just have that one script that's fantastic, but you know, you want to write here, that's fine. You've got to be consistent, which is a good thing. And it shows that you had standards, and it's always the... That a a talent hires a talent b talent b talent always hires c talent and we have current day Doctor Who which is gash absolute gash and I can't wait for it to be over and I know there is a light at the end of the tunnel the question is is that a light at the end of the tunnel and a shovel shovel of shit to deal with <laughs> all right 
Um, B5, it's going to be, uh, we're going to, it would be great if, if it's back and it's good and we get to talk about it on the podcast. So we get to kind of relive some of our youth um, mm. through this. So I'm looking forward to that. I think it's going to be great. Greatest gift you ever gave me, Gareth. B5. <laughs> Fucking those DV, those sorry, VHSs were heavy. Yeah. Yes. Because I, I let you watch a few and you're like, yeah, it's not bad. And I went and I started watching because I think I gave you, I think uh, there's three of like, when they I'd seen the TV Earth. movie at Scorn and didn't like it originally. And then you went, mm. no, you've got to watch more of it. You've got to watch more of it. You've got to watch Beyond Season One. You've got to, you've got to watch Season Two. And it was like, I started watching it and you were, just, I was going, okay, this is better than I thought. Okay, Gav, give me the next video. You become my dealer. Do you want the next video? Can yes, you, you described me you as your that. drug dealer. You want that? <laughs> give me the next you video. Me. <laughs> oh, dude, that's before streaming. That's a good old days of TV. Anyway. Um, a lot of time where life was a lot more simpler and, and things got done um, in a, a lot more with a lot more effort. But um, Marvel, what if um, the previous version of what if me and I just talked about and we decided it was gash because it was just uh, Bimbo Thor goes for a booze up and then gets told off by his mum with Captain Marvel. I'll be honest with you, Captain Marvel in that I didn't find that much bothersome. She was more bothersome in no. her own film. Um, and in this one, um, she gets her ass kicked by Ultron in one kind of like thing, which just yep. made me smile because I don't like I don't like I I'm not a fan of Superman because he's he's unstoppable, um, and it makes more sense for him to be the villain, and that's probably why I like the Dark Knight Returns because that's the first time I saw Superman make any sense. Um, so yeah, that that was it was it was good. The the kind of killed Thanos off a little too quickly. Yeah, yeah. If it would have had, a, yeah. if it had been a bit more of a rumble, or you just, you know, insinuated that they may have fought for like two or three days straight, um, then, then, yeah. So yeah, it was, uh, it was good. I, I, I enjoyed that, and it's got a follow-on, which lent comes from another episode. Um, I'm a little annoyed because they made a Watu black, and I don't know why. Well, I don't. I'm sorry. I don't know what the point was. Sorry, I know why they did it, but I, I just like kind of. I always pictured him as this this like big Mekon sort of person sitting on the moon, watching things happen, um, and that kind of that kind of bugged me because it was like kind of, oh oh oh, Jeffrey Rush can't is it Jeff, not Jeffrey Rush? Jeffrey, what's his name? Jeffrey, what's what's the actor actor's name? Voices or what? To he was in it. He's in Blade James Bond. I watched him just like not. An hour ago, I can't. Oh, you're talking about um, Jeffrey. Oh, it's the guy that that played Felix, isn't it? In Bond, um, you're as slow as Nigel. I gotta start doing his no, podcast on my own. It's Jeffrey, Jeffrey Wright, Jeffrey Wright. Okay, and it's like, well, Jeffrey Wright can't voice a, a white character. Uh, that's that kind of bugs me because um, I've watched Iwatu in, co in in cartoons. Uh, I don't think I've had any comics with him. In I'll be honest with you. But um, hang but on, it, but Jeffrey Wright isn't—is um, he black? I don't think he is. Is he? He's, I think he's black. Hispanic. Um, it might be Hispanic, but the long the short of it is, that why didn't they keep the character white? Um, I don't or know. why did they not have him? So he's got that weird glassy infinity I, look that they had. At the I kind of I, I like his voice. Um, I like his he, voice too. Um, he's a great actor. I mean, he was people's. Uh, he's um. 
he he's not uh he's uh, what is he where's he from because he played um people's fernandez in uh the original um shaft from um what's his face's shaft um and you know best fucking lines in the entire movie um born in washington he's he's graduate yeah he's um or what do they call it latino he's latino um but uh he's got a brilliant voice and uh yeah and he's a very good actor actually i mean I, i think he's a very talented actor i mean you he's a very good character actor in the fact that he 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 can really change his parts as i said he played people fernandez in 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 um samuel jackson's first shaft movie and he's fucking brilliant in that film um i can quote that movie yeah but, line I, for line. but th- there was there was there was that there was the bit where he could put on his goku armor and it's like he doesn't he doesn't need to do that shit he's the watcher the watcher's not that powerful if i remember correctly he just knows a lot of stuff. If you know, if if you put him next to a celestial, yeah, on the celestial totem pole, he's right towards the bottom. Yeah, the watcher is yeah. power wise. Um, so, and the other thing too, Ultron's fucking infinity gems worked outside the universe. I mean, everyone's like, yeah, hmm. yeah. We've you already right. had it's contradictory bollocks. I hate it. It drives me off the wall. So the writers need to get together and there needs to be someone in charge sorting continuity out. But the long and short of it is it was a good episode. Um the the whole um the what do you call it? Hawkeye and Black Widow. There's a traipsing through the, the facilities to find Zola to uh to, to help, which is which is quite good. I like that. That was quite a good thing. And I got Toby Jones to, to voice Zola for that. Um he was, you know, I liked him as a, as, as a bad guy. He's like nemesis team up. I like the, the term is when you get, you have to team up your bad guy to take down an even bigger bad guy. And uh, yeah, he, that was, I enjoyed that aspect of it where they were trying to sort that out. And he's like watching, he's like kind of fucking, it's that one there. It's in that one, that one, you dumb asses. Fuck it. It's like, ah, oh, you fucking you idiots. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was that was that was good to 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 see that. Um, yeah. So I I, I yeah it's it was it was a good episode. I can't wait to see the next part of it. I want to see what Evil Strange does to to Ultron because he'll probably find some some novel u- uses. Um, and that'd be that'd be good too. So that's 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 interesting. I don't know how they're going to break down some barriers. Maybe fly through some other places and stuff. So maybe the Stephen Strange character gets his, his redemption at the cost of killing off Ultron and saving the rest of like, the multiverse and whatnot. So, yeah, I'm... Uh, I, I, yeah. I think it's interesting. Um, I think, yeah, I think there's going to be a team-up. And I think there's going to be a team-up of various different um, Avengers across the multiverse, as you said. What I do find... Um, uh, what's the way? Some of the voice acting is really bad. Like the guy that plays Tony Stark, not good. It's the same guy it that voice. He's got melted yeah, face. Melted face. Um, but no, the melted. voice acting isn't good. Like the person that does Black um, Black Widow, really good. Mm. Um, the person uh, obviously it's it's some of the actors are the original actors. I.e., you know, it's um, Cumberbatch who's actually playing Doctor Strange. The guy that did um, Peter Parker was pretty good um but then yeah. some of the acting is just really bad like i didn't realize it is what's a 
Eva Jan Lilly playing the, the Wasp. It didn't sound like her at all. Um, mm. But yeah, some of the voice acting is bad, but some of it's okay. So, but it's going to be an interesting final episode this week. I think it's like yes. Ultron. Why the hell didn't they get back what's his face to play Ultron? I mean, whoever's doing Ultron, it just James sounds Frager. really bad. Yeah. It, it, sorry, yeah, but whoever's doing Ultron Frager. was bad. Mm. Yeah, it was uh, uh, James Spader. So much, so much bad. I, but yeah, it's because they take budget, isn't it? Because he's got, he, he was in a in a massive TV show that got in tens of millions of viewers. And they're not going to get in tens of millions of viewers, so they've got to pay a man for tens of millions of viewers' yeah. price. If you know what I mean. Um, yeah, it's it was good. Um, I'm hoping the next one will be. Um, they've had they've had. I don't know. I'm gonna have to count the duds versus the good ones. So we'll have to work that out. So I've got a feeling that um, they might recruit a few people. I think you might get um, Captain Britain. I'm going to call her Captain Britain because she's been fucking Captain Britain because she's not Captain America. She can't be a British citizen and be a Captain America. That doesn't make any sense. And they missed loads of things they could have done with that. That really pissed me off. I would have preferred the idea that she did. She beat Hydra. Normally, she didn't get frozen. Yeah, and then she gets to the Battle of New York and she's old, yeah, but she can fight and then she she dies off maybe pushing the fucking nuke into the thingy and stopping the Chitauri invasion. I can see her coming in to it. Um, yeah. We've got her. Um, Who else we got in there? Um, uh, we're going to have two versions of Doctor Strange. So mm. um, we're going to have weird, evil Doctor Strange and Doctor Strange. I think we're going to have a Tony Stark, um, Hawkeye, on, maybe Stark. Black I Widow. Um, but yeah. uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, we're obviously going to have Thor, but it's probably going to be Party Animal Thor. Um, and then of Hulk. Hulk. But... Um, yeah, I I don't know how it's going to finish, but it's 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 been interesting. Um, it, it, it's this whole been, multiverse, it's been, this yeah. whole multiverse thing—they're really hammering it now, aren't they? I mean, you know, the whole Venom twist is that it's one of the multiverses, and um, um, so we we know that. So clearly, I think Peter Parker might turn up in uh, the delayed um, what's his face movie. Um, Delayed, the vampire, vampire. Oh, Michael Morbius. Morbius. Yeah, Morbius, Morbius. Yeah. So, um, I, 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 you know, the the more that the the Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire claim that they're not in this in in Spider Man Three, the more I think they are. <laughs> so, um, and the fact I, that I, Alfred, I... the fact that Alfred Molina has put out that it literally he gets taken away from the mi- when he's sinking into that lake going. Bye-bye! And he's immediately transported into the the new universe. He does not know that that's Peter Parker. So when he goes "Hello, Peter," he's like that, quantum, he's, he's saying that to Toby Maguire. He, yeah. What's his machine? Quantum leaping. He gets detached from his body, yeah, and then he possesses the others. And then what happens is the the bad guys all team up alongside the evil Doctor Strange at the end, yeah. And he's like, "Fuck, I'm outnumbered. There's no way I can take these on." And then the other two Spider Men come up, and maybe Venom. Yeah, 
that's what I think happens because that's what you want to happen. I'm not sorry. This is not a bad thing that's happening. That'd be a great thing because all of a sudden it's like kind of, oh no, he's at his last. And then the other, the other two turn up and you're like, yeah, it's going to kick some ass. Yeah. The fact that, that Marvel has allowed Venom to be now officially connected to the MCU, although not, it's connected to the MCU multiverse. The fact that they that that has happened is probably what inked the deal with Sony because what's a face that Sony's got an absolute boner for the Sinister Six and has had it for years. This is their way of doing the Sinister Six Sinister movie. Sinister Six is cool. Yeah, no, it is. But yeah, but the last the 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 Andrew Garfield um, movies didn't do a very good job of trying to bring in the Sinister Six. But now we're going to have Doc Ock. We're going to have uh, the decent version of the goblin hopefully uh william defoe's goblin and venom technically all in the same universe this could happen and it could be good um you know what's his face is venom is is brilliant um okay what's the first venom movie amazing no but there were moments in it that are really good um and i think the second venom movie by all accounts is really good um and obviously you get the J. Jonah Jameson end scene, which is kind of like, bing! And I love the fact they brought What's-His-Face. That was the clue. What's-His-Face coming back as J- 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 uh, Jonah Jameson yeah, yeah. at the end of Spider-Man 2. That was the clue. And it was that genius was, move. Uh, he is one of the best bit of superhero casting ever. Ever. <laughs> yes. I'm he not is Jameson. I, I he know. is the living, breathing he got him. He nailed, that yeah. character nailed him perfectly. Yeah, um, I'm a bit annoyed they want to play want him to play bloody Gordon in the um, what do you call it in, in the DC EU? But uh, yeah, he anyway, okay, uh, there was a Batman trailer. Did you see the bat the Batman trailer? No, I haven't seen the new the new trailer. Not seen the go? new Batman. It was last week. No, last I week or seen two it. weeks ago. Have you not seen the Batman? It actually looks all right. The problem is we're going to get everybody hit with a copyright claim. I won't say strike. Um, let's see if we can find it. It actually looks quite quite good. Yeah, it was uh, not one year ago, two weeks ago. That's what I want there. Well, all right, bear with me a second. I will share this and we will look at the Batman before we uh, disappear. And I'll probably have to trim this bit out of the video, but hey-ho. For those here, let's enjoy it. Bump, bump, bump. Bump. And... Bump. Jeffrey Rush. Hmm. Right. Right. Jeffrey Rush is the pirate in uh, Barbosa in Pirates of Caribbean. If you are justice, please do not lie. What is the price for your blind eye? Oh. That's London. Scotland, the previous one was with the Dennis Street. How many lives will you destroy in pursuit of what you call justice? You are the product of everything you fear.
is this kind of like an is this going to be an R-rated Batman? Because I I have no idea. <laughs> Only in theaters. I don't know when. Um, I have yeah. no idea. I'll be honest with you, but it looks it looks interesting. It does. I'll give you that. It does. It does. Is it going to be in the vein of the Joker movie? Um, kind of that dark kind of grittiness. Are we mm. going uber dark? Are we just saying, fuck it, let's make it an 18, remove all campness from it and go uber dark? Um, anyway, then, uh, we've hit the end. And then we get the, we get the Flash we get the Flash movie soon as well. With The only reason I'm interested Death. in seeing that is see Michael Keaton back as Batman. That That's going to yeah, be... That, that's not a reason to watch a film. That really isn't a reason to watch a film. Yeah, you want a decent story. That's why you want to watch a film. You True. want to see Flashpoint play out. That's the reason to watch a film. So, anywho, um, we hit the hour mark. I think we'll uh, we'll, we'll wrap this up. Um, I'm on later at nine 9.15 UK time. I'm going to be talking to another YouTuber called The Ambassador. I'm going to be talking about fandom, um, which should be interesting. Uh, I'll put that out as a podcast after we're done. Um, hopefully, everything will be fine. And uh, we, we won't have any technical issues. I'm worried about technical. I've got technical issues on the brain for that. Um, but yeah, hopefully they go fine. And I'll, I'll pop that out. Uh, and then Saturday, we were supposed to do factoids this Saturday, but I was feeling very grim. And I just wrapped myself in a blanket and watched Vigil all, all of Saturday. So we're going to do factoids next weekend. And uh, hopefully everything will be, be cool. So, uh, thank you very much for watching. If you've got it this far, can we get a like, be it on Facebook, YouTube, uh, or Twitch? Um, just give us a like. That'd be fantastic. Thank you very much for listening. We'll be back next week, maybe with a Nigel, maybe without a Nigel. I don't know. He's a man of international mystery, and uh, we'll leave it that way. Keith, uh, anything to say? No, it's been groovy. <laughs> and on that note, thanks for watching, and we'll catch you See next you later, time. guys. Just a quick warning about the James Bond film. He accidentally gets killed by Lashana Lynch in Crossfire and then bleeds to death right towards the end. I warned you.